damn it, you tuned in to DG Radio. You turned into DG Man Like Ron, we are your hosts, Mo and Hilden. I can't even fucking talk. It's all that E3 news, man. And we saw like, look at the games. It's amazing. Look at the games. Um, so, yeah. Um, John is not with us this evening. Um, he He's having probably not so sexy wife times. I and they know. want to think it's sexy. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, they got some just, time away from the children. Let's just be truthful. Yeah, let's be real. They're sitting in their fat pants on their couch <laughs> watching CSI. Fat, fat pants. Yep. <laughs> exactly. They're all like, I'd like to cuddle, but I'm tired. Let's go to bed early. <laughs> let's walk the dog, go to Home Depot, and work on the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, so does hey? I built a fucking garden this weekend, man. Did you all by yourself? You you built the garden. I didn't build. I shit. know that's not true. My dad basically built it. He, is it a raised bed garden? It is a yeah. It's it's up on the on you know the thing with the things and, you know, the, and wood, the stuff. It's, a, it's one of those wood framed little. And you make little you know put yeah. the strings on. They make little squares, and you need yeah. square. You put yeah. little shit. It's great. So it's a it's an archaeology dig. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got bones in, in there. In, in August, you can harvest the mammoth bones. Uh-huh. Exactly. I got a big salsa garden. That's really what I got mm. right there. Tomatoes and onions and peppers. It was fun, though. I'd never actually done something like a big old fucking actual garden. Let's make we a used to fucking have a garden. Big-ass garden when I was a kid. Half of it was strawberries. Oh, yeah. Which was pretty awesome. Yeah, no shit. And we had raspberries. My parents tried having, like, corn and shit, like, doing the fucking big old thing in the back. I don't think it ever worked very well. Well, We had a lot of sand back there. Yeah. Oh, God. So, anyway. uh, You got to stay on top of that shit. And, you know, I'm not into weeding (laughs) at all. Mine's not that big, so I don't have to weed all that much. Oh, my kids do it. There you go. They like you did that shit. Anyway. Daddy will feed you tonight if you go pull some weeds. That's right. That's right. Food for you. You can have dinner. All right, so uh, you listen to DG Radio as always. A number of ways you can contact us. One is by going to robotpanic.com. Find the blog post for the show. Leave a comment in the comment section. If you don't want to do that, you can always call us, 612-424-3835. That's our drunk dial line. We're not playing any tonight because we're lazy-ass pieces of yeah. shit. Uh, but if you want, you can give us a call there, and we'll uh, play it on the show. Uh, you can also email us, mailbag at drunkygamersradio.com. We're not doing any of that shit either, no. so uh, you can just, you know, send us your emails. So there. Uh yeah, and that's the number of ways you can call. Oh, also on Twitter, twitter.com slash DG Radio, where you get all updates on the movie. We're not and doing Vine. that shit either. No, we should do a movie update, though. No, it's not. Um, we we're, were done in, with the movie. We're done with it. That movie sucks. Yeah, we gave up. Uh, we were in Merrill, uh, I guess last weekend, Merrill. wasn't it? Yep, a yeah. week ago. A week ago. Uh, where we filmed, uh, well, we kind of got rained out. Not out, but we got rained on a lot. So it sort of Like shifted. the rest of the Midwest for the last yeah. week, so two, we, two months. We didn't quite get everything that we had hoped to get, uh, but we did get some pretty uh, fun, uh, a fun zombie scene uh, with John, that looks like the lead singer of fucking. Uh, oh yeah, Counting Crows. Counting Crows. <laughs> we got John as a zombie. You know, it's funny because uh, just this week there was some article about him. Oh really? Down and talking about mental illness. Oh well, so, oh, that's about right. Yeah, it seems right. Uh, so yeah, we were, we, uh, we filmed that. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, we did, uh, we, we, we kind of fleshed out the finale. We, our, our finale scene with, uh, some characters that, uh, we wanted to be bigger mm-hmm. and more badass. So that's what we did. We, we spent a night uh, doing that. And then, uh, was that about, no, we did a couple other things, I think too. Some uh, small shots in there. Or was that all we got done? Yeah. I can't remember. That seems like all we did. It was a long. We long. had that night. The next day. But anyway, for those sales. interested, uh, that uh, the, the movie is progressing, and that's where we're at right now. And as always, um, we always uh, tend to throw up some things on Vine and on Twitter. Um, if you want, uh, I put some pictures of our our late night zombie shoot yeah. up on our uh, up on the Twitter, so you can check out those pictures there if you haven't been there in a while. Uh, and that's uh, I guess that's our movie update for now. Uh, what should we do next? We talk about we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about some games, yeah. bitches. We're going to talk about a a board game because Mo game. has this you know fucking gigantic fucking collection of board games. It should be noted. Um, and and uh, we might throw a picture uh, on uh, out on Twitter about uh, uh, some uh, some of this shit. Yeah, we'll post it over there. But we're going to talk about a, a game uh, that I walked in and the box was sitting on the uh, on the it's, on the kitchen table. It's a collectible tin. 
Yeah. Which I have to admit, I'm not a big fan of. Oh, really? Yeah. I, the, the, considering it's one of the only games that comes in a collectible tin. I kind of like it. I It doesn't doesn't really fit like it's a pain in the ass see i dig that well i know you like pains in your asses and have i got some casual encounters for you later but uh yeah so whatever sitting on the table hold that up there a second okay we're gonna take a little picture this is the collectible tin of uh the game we're talking about which is forbidden island now who's this company mo this this um i don't know this company's unfamiliar to me they make a lot of it looks like family and kid games. Uh, this one seems a little out of sort of sidestepping the norm that they usually do. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it any other way than that. But I, I don't. You don't have any other games by this company, do you? Because no, I didn't recognize is, the name at all. That was I uh, remember seeing. Uh, I think it was in our Twitter feed. Uh, Carrot Panic talking about Forbidden Island. So this is a. Uh, this is a cooperative game, which probably should be mentioned at the beginning, which is... You yeah, know, you're working together, you work to, together to achieve yeah. the goal. And you're fighting the island. The idea is you're on a sinking island, and parts of it are going down, and you can... Uh, well, your mission is to save these four relics or treasures. Yeah, treasures. you got four treasures on the island you're trying yep. to get. And uh, While the island is sinking island around is sinking. you. And you're able to... The term they use is shore up. So basically the island goes from stable to flooded, to gone. Once it's gone, once a piece of the the island is gone, it's gone. But it's a bunch of tiles. So the tiles are like two by two inches maybe? Yeah, a little tiny, little... uh, They remind me of um, uh, those... um, Oh, you know where you flip up one and the other. You know oh, what? Five, we're matching those matching games. Memory. You know, little ca- memory, like memory. Yeah, like yeah. memory. They're all. They're almost the exact same size as those old memory game cards. There's 24 of them, so there's 24 locations, and it's kind of. I, I think it's kind of cool. Um, the way the way this thing works. Uh, of those locations, one of them is a helicopter pad, and yeah. that is that's, that's your escape route. Escape route. If the helicopter pad goes under at any point, not a, it, Yeah, if it drops away, so if it can flood, but once it's gone, game over. Yep. Doesn't matter how. Doesn't matter where you are, because you're stuck uh, in the island with your treasure yep. drowning. And then there are four treasures, and each uh, of those tiles, two of the tiles, God, that doesn't make sense. Eight, Christ, there are there are two tiles with <laughs> Hilden. Why am I having so much trouble? I I, I couldn't uh, get the intro out. Okay, I, I couldn't yeah. even say the date. Um, okay, four treasures. Each treasure is represented on two tiles. So, yeah, so for a total are, of eight different tiles yeah. where you can go to collect that there treasure. There are two different locations which have the treasure icon on go. them, and that gives you, you have two to chances. Be at one of those icon locations to pull it off. Yeah, so uh, through the course of the game, you are moving around and shoring up the island to make sure the whole thing doesn't mm-hmm. fucking sink out on you, right? Yep. And, and if, then, either, if both of those disappear before you get the treasure... Game over. Game over. And how you get the treasure is, is that at the uh, midway through, you, 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 can do, you can move, like, you can do three moves. You can, mm-hmm. like, move, shore up, and... Three do, actions. Uh, actions, right. Yes. And then at the end of your action phase, you grab two cards, and these cards two treasure have... Cards, uh, cards. Treasure, right. And there's also um, a couple of things you don't want to get in some things that help you but they're basically treasure cards and you try to collect four of the treasure cards one person has to have four of the treasure cards and when you have four treasure cards and you're on one of the car one of the uh, icon want, spaces that has that four of the cards with it the picture on with it. the picture of yeah, that, treasure that treasure on treasure, it yep. yep and then you go to the space that has that treasure symbol yep. then that's how you earn the treasure so you can tell the game now the island is continually sinking at random around yep. you and so you've got to make sure that at least one of those that has the icon stays afloat so you can go collect the treasure before the whole island goes under and it's this race against time right Um, and the way this happens is that in your treasure deck so in addition to the pictures of the four treasures and i don't know how many of those cards are there must be there's more than six or seven yeah there's there's a bunch um and then so there's those and then there's things like sandbag which is a free shore up at any time yeah anywhere because usually it has to be adjacent or the one you're either on it or adjacent to it and then you can shore those up a helicopter lift that anybody can use at any time the sandbag can be used at any time yeah and then there are the Waters Rise card. And that, there's three of those in the deck. Yep. And, and they'll those are the hard. ones that make things pretty messy. Yeah. So the that, idea is that the very last thing. scale that shows how fast the waters are yep. rising, essentially. And, and, and the more, and, and it the, escalates. So every time you get a Waters Rise card, it goes up this little ticker. So it mm-hmm. starts at two, and then it goes three, four, and five. And, and it's then, not just, it should and be mentioned, dead. two. 
so two, three, four, and five, what that represents are the number of cards you have to flip over yep. to find out which locations which is you, the, you need to flood or lose. Yeah, which is the whether, what last part of your turn. Right. So after you've taken your treasure, you then have to flip flood cards. So it, it each starts turn. two. You automatically flip two flood cards each time. Yeah. And then every time you hit waters rise, you slide the ticker up the scale one. So like there's three or four notches where you flip two cards. Yeah. And then there's, I think, three notches where you flip three cards. Two notches for four, maybe one notch for five, and then the second notch is death. Yeah. So if the if the waters rise, gets up to the top, hits the skull and bones, before you have all the treasures and are off the island, game over. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So it's this race against random time. So yep. you know, and it's and what happens is the uh, you know, so you, at the end of your turn, you're flipping these flood cards, and at first it's two, and so you've got these two locations that you flip, mm-hmm. and if you don't shore them up and you hit those cards again at some point, then those disappear, and then right. the island starts to not only flood but shrink. And like the way you, the location. F- you represent flooded is this is kind of handy. Is the back one side of the token or the the tile? One side of the tile is a sort of very colorful picture yep. of of the location. The other side of the tile is a blued out sort of look like you're looking at it in blue light yep that represents flooded if it's flooded and you draw the card that that location needs to be flooded again it's gone it's gone and you haven't you know flipped so you it take over. it out of the game and then uh, we should mention too that um um oh if the waters rise card not only does the the amount of cards that you draw at the end of your flood say you know two and then it eventually right. gets to three and so on yep. uh not only that but every time you draw a waters rise card all the cards you've already pulled and flooded once get reshuffled and put on top of the flood so, so you're immediately going to yep. get them all again yeah so that's how you get really fucked so you, you you maybe have had especially when you get it to like the threes where you flipping yes. three each turn that and you don't have a chance to suddenly shore them all up we had a chances clean, are good if you get another waters rise yeah. card you're going to flip them again we they're going to go off. back to back where yeah, we, we started off we had we'd had a water waters rise no i think we'd reshuffled the whole deck is what had happened of the locations we ran yeah. out of the locations so and i got two right the whole deck and then drew two waters rise cards so that meant hilden drew the top three cards those three cards were flooded and immediately lost yeah because it it, it yep. just didn't matter i mean we were we, we were, were fucked. Kind of sucked. But we, we did won. win. Barely. Yeah. Barely. But it's a really fun game because there's this element of working together. And what I, you know, this is another oh, thing that I like about these. Co- the how each player works. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So there are classes. up to six, sorry, four players. And there are classes. Yeah. So each person represents a different trait like i was the helicopter pilot which is which, cool yeah which allows me my trait is i am allowed to, or my skill whatever you want to call it allows me to fly to any tile on the board uh once during my turn anywhere uh hilden was the scuba diver which allows him to go from one location to another that and the way you move is uh, orthogonally is that right it's up down left right you can't yeah. no diagonals yep um but Hilden, as a scuba diver, if he has, like, say there were three tiles that had sunk completely between two two other tiles. Yeah. So it's a large stretch of open water. Hilden could go from one to the other as one action. Yeah, because I can swim. Yeah. And, and then there's also... people can't. Right. And there's also a messenger who uh, can give a card. So you can trade treasure cards, obviously. Which you're going to want to do, because, yep. like, you'll have three, and I'll have one, and we'll be on yep. opposite and then, so we want to quickly get it together. And- so the messenger allows you to do it. Anywhere. Uh, anywhere on the board once per turn. Um, what were the engineer? The engineer can shore up two, two. locations at one time. Uh, there's just, it's a really interesting. interesting they really work. I mean, every one is really an advantage in some way, shape, or form can really help you out. And now, again, I think with if, more people. If we had played anything other than the helicopter. Oh, I don't know about that. I think if we would have shore, if the engineer could have shored up a couple, we would have. Do you think that game, though? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And the other thing that I, I really dig about this is that you you lay down the tiles. It shows you the pattern to use. Like, it's two rows of six in the middle and then yeah. a row of four above and below and then a row of two at the top and the bottom. So it looks kind of like a diamond. Mm-hmm. But the tiles go down in a random order every time. You yeah. shuffle the tiles and ideally pull them out of a, a bag or whatever so that you're not looking at them. Right. So your your escape location is always in a different spot. Yeah. All the... The idle locations are in different places. So every time you play, it's different. And depending on where those things are located, you can get host. Pretty yeah, pretty hard. fast. Yeah. 
And what's cool about it is the look of it. The art on it is really cool. It has this adventurer, you know, old-timey adventure pulp novel feel to it. Mm-hmm. The names of the of the locations are really cool. You know, like, uh, you know, Sun Palace right. and Forbidden Caves and shit like that. <coughs> Which I really found cool. It has this old-timey adventurer feel to right. the game. right. But again, in games that like uh, like Zombie Side, it's you versus the game mechanics. I yes. find those kind of games really cool. I love. They them. end up become super tension filled because yeah. it's not like you've got an opponent screwing you. Right. This random act of chance is screwing you, and the game is set up to really be a little cutthroat, more cutthroat than maybe a human opponent, your friend might be in a game. You know, and I, I like that. There's something unknown about that, and you have to really scramble because you just don't know when this whole fucking island's going to just go mm-hmm. under. And there's something very, again, adventure-y, pulp yeah. novel-y, Indiana Jones-y about that, which I really found cool. I don't particularly love competitive games, um, you know, depending on what it is. Primarily the reason is because I don't like to play with people who take it seriously. Right, like, yeah. I want to I, I play the game just to enjoy it. If you are a really serious, like, I play to win yeah. all the time, well, good for you. Yeah. I'm not the guy. There's an element of fun that's... Yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah. not, that's not why I do this. Um, but so even really if you are one of those kind of the games, cooperative thing. Well, yeah, even if you are, you're, you're still playing against this. This uh, the opponent is the is game. the game mechanic, and I think the game right. mechanics are are laid out as such that it's really smart. And to be, I mean, and, yeah, to uh, be fair for people who are control, challenging the control freaks that want to manage everything. This is not that kind of game. Yeah, I mean, it's you're drawing from a deck, so there's luck. Yep, you're drawing from a deck and you're shuffling, and to some extent, yeah, it's 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 stacked sort of, and there is some luck involved. Um. You know, whatever. It's it's a light game. It's easy to play. It the pieces the are box. solid, though. Yeah, the the, the wood the wood are really well made. The wood the wood character icons are are just a little you know simple but very cool looking. Oh, even the uh, the and the treasures, yeah, those, are very those little, neat. Uh, miniature, whatever you want to call them, that they give you. There's a little slider for the for the flood yep. count, yeah. and the cards are are solid, durable, solid stock. Um, it says thirty minutes on the box. I'd say that's about what that's it's about right. To play. Yeah, first time. Yeah. So we didn't, basically I watched, yesterday I watched the tabletop thing, so I kind of had an idea how it worked. Looked at the rule book a couple times, and then off we went. It It was very easy to learn, very easy to pick up. Super easy. I would recommend it, especially because... So they tell you age is 10 and up. I don't think 10 is Bullshit. My my kid could play it for sure. I'm going to get this because I, you know... It's uh, retail price is $18.99. Perfect. It's... Roanne would love this game. It's the right price, um... You should you should be able to find it. It's been doing very very well from what I yeah understand. yeah highly recommended game. A lot of fun, very quick, easy to do. You can play with your kids. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, just quality all the way around and just fucking fun. Just yeah, really fun. I really dug it. Well done. I, I love games like that because that's like a game you could have made. You know, like yep. it's a game that's very simple mechanics right. and well, those are the games stuff. I'm finding myself more and more drawn to, which is the mechanics don't get so deep that yeah. you're lost in the complexity of everything. Uh-huh. It but rather it's a uh, I don't know, like fucking juggling, man. There's just, I don't like juggling, but it's very simple and it can take you forever to master. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's something you, about simplified mechanics when it's elegant, yeah. when it's like elegantly done. It just, I don't know. There's something about it. Cause you know, again, the, again, the game gets out of your way and you can just yeah. sort of be, Im- I felt the immersed same in the way game. about that. Uh, Yomi that yeah. card kind of fight. Very game. elegant. Again, very similar. It's incredibly simple in its approach, but really well thought out and pretty, pretty badass, man. And, Quick games, you know, don't take forever to set up and totally. play. Well, there's a couple of pictures on our Twitter. There'll, there will be. There's a, I, I, I uh, took a picture of the case, and I'll, I'm going to take a picture of the, ca- the components. Actually, open those up. I'm going to take some pictures here. Um, and we'll put them up on our Twitter feed. You can come check those out, and then you can uh, go ahead and uh, uh, go find the game and play it. Again, that's Forbidden Island. All right, it's beer talk time. We're going to talk beer. Yeah. Oh, we should mention that uh, Moe was just talking here during the break that... Uh, that tabletop show is making a difference for, yeah, retailers for retailers, man. I uh, I stopped at well, tabletop has a link on there. Oh, I should mention maybe thing. for those who don't know what tabletop is, it's the top of a table. Oh, right, okay, yeah. got it. Now, will we uh, geek and sundry the website? Uh, I I don't really know who's behind that. It appears that it's Felicia Day, but I don't know if that's right. Um. Yeah, I don't really know who's behind it. I know that Will Wheaton's talking about it all the time. Yeah, he's he's involved, obviously, in some capacity. But he and Felicia Day put together this show, Tabletop, where basically it's Will is the host, and she is 
on there a couple times, but it's primarily him. And uh, and then three to you know three to four other people, friends of theirs from either the industry or just you know, sometimes his wife is on there. The dude who fly the, the hot mo- wife, yeah, the Mohawk guy from the NASA, the Mars rover driver, he was on there. Oh, really? Yeah, funny. It was pretty awesome. But <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, anyway, they sit around t- this you know like a poker table is what it looks like, and or a craps table maybe, and they play a game, and it's not really so much to teach you how to play the game um, because they don't really go through the rules like that but it is definitely to show you what the game is about and basically they're just having a good time Um, it's the shows the average length is about 30 minutes but if you watch they have some extended versions that run usually like an hour hour and a half um, whatnot anyway I watched uh, there's a Dragon Age um, role play like Dungeons and Dragons thing Uh uh-huh pen and paper no minis nothing just yeah like well i've never seen what this this thing is like so you know what i'll watch this it was hilarious one to watch and uh pretty uh pretty interesting i was i was surprised by what i was what i was seeing and the like on that particular one chris hardwick was on it from the nerdist oh yeah and the dude who plays the comic book the comic shop owner in big bang theory okay um he was on it (laughs) one of his all I remember is he was an elf, and one of his of powers was smelling. <laughs> he chose smelling, so he'd always do. I want to smell things. Yeah. He'd right. always do smell checks. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic! And then there was another dude who like t- looked kind of like a like a jock kind of guy. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's somebody people know, but like he was really, really serious about this game. Nice. It's just like, what the fuck? Nice. So Tabletop, you can go watch it. But it's all yeah, over. Just Google Tabletop. I There's think it's filming the top a new season right now, yeah, currently. Yeah, top hit. Um, it's a great introduction to just what some of these games are. But yeah, it's Tabletop. The show is driving sales of these things, man. Pretty badass. Yeah. I, yeah, it's it cool. Uh, we're drinking Black Butte. Uh, this is from Deschutes Brewery from uh, Bend, Oregon. Uh, it is a uh, porter brewed with cocoa nibs, orange, and natural flavors added with 25% aged in bourbon barrels. It's their 23rd birthday reserve. Wow. Uh, it is 10.8% uh, yes. alcohol by volume. Uh, they say, so where to next? What's 2011's rich imperial take? What's uh, 2011's rich imperial take on Black Butte Porter? Just for kicks, you dream. Uh, orange zest, perhaps, from Spanish oranges, Seville to be exact, and chocolate <laughs> nibs, pampered nibs from the artisanal alchemist at Theo's. Maybe some chilies, Pasilla Negra only. Oh, good. Uh, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? Welcome to crazy. Get it while you can. I've had this cellared for a year. Oh, nice. So uh, I uh, I decided I found it in the back. Oops. I kind of forgot I had it. It was right. sitting in the back behind my cookbooks. I'm I like, holy a, shit. I have a lot of beer like that. Uh, so uh, I guess if we're going to, uh, we're going to unofficially just sort of read through our little, uh, our list because I think we're out of, uh, yeah, we're out, we're of, pages. out of pages. Uh, so we've got uh, label, um, quality printing maybe. Sure. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's. It's, it's to the point. Yeah. I kind of like it, actually. I think it's simple. It's a black with some gray lettering. Very simple. Uh, color. Uh, black. Night, night, black. Yeah. Yeah. Night, night, Tarp, black. This should be called tarpit black. Clarity. No. None. Need a light. Tarpit clear. Um, we could do a lot with tarpit. The head was, uh, I don't know, diminishing returns. Yeah, I think so. Diminishing I mean, it was returns. there, but it didn't last. Yeah, it wasn't long. Uh, aroma. Oh, it's stinky. Skunk in a bottle? Doe's arising? No, it's not dough. It's like... That pine freshness? No, rich it, enough for fireside? Yeah. Or more complex than and love itself? Both of those, I think. All right, somewhere in the middle of uh, rich enough for fireside and more complex. Yeah. Uh, mouthfeel? This is... I kind of wish I was. this was December right now. Oh. That's nice. It's wow. I want to say cloyingly sticky. Cloyingly sticky or tingly effervescence. I'm getting a serious like carbonation tingle thing. Really? Carbonation? I don't know if it's carbonation, but it's something that's zipping my tongue. 
I think I, I think that's the zest. That the must orange. be the zest. The orange zest. Yeah. yeah. So we'll call it t- we call it cloyingly sticky. I think yeah, so. it's definitely it's like sweet. oil. It's yeah. like tar pit. If you could have tar pit oil, yeah. You, you press some tar pit tar. Get the oil essential oils out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flavor. Uh, tar pit. Tar pit <laughs> came out of the toaster. Maybe it is pretty roasty. Hoppingly bitter or more than thirty-one flavors. Uh, you know what? I think it's all of those. Actually, it's a little it's bitter. Quite bitter. 31 flavors, got yep. a lot of flavors in there. Yep. Toasty. It's yeah. all of those. Uh, uh, finish. Uh, lingers longer. Yeah, it's hanging. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? I, I'm I still think, a little undecided. I think it's fine. I mean, it's not like, it's not the kind of thing that I'd rush out and, oh, I need, I have to have a bottle of this. Right. But it, it, did you say it's a porter? It's, it's a an porter. Imper- yeah. It, it just reminds me of pretty much every bourbon, not every of good, of the good bourbon barrel aged porter stouts, yeah, those types. I wish I had some good cheese to go with this as well. Yeah, that would be good. Feeling like some blue cheese or yeah. something would be. Yeah, and like a pour half the size. Awesome. Yeah, I don't need this much. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to finish all of this. But uh, but it's good. It's I, good. Yeah, I like I, it. I don't. I don't know if you can find it anymore. I think it was sort of a a, a one off for 2011. Uh, but there you go. Did I get this two years ago? It reminds me of a. Uh, a little bit of Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. This hasn't gone all funky on us, has it? No. I don't think so. No. Tastes fine. Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell. Okay. Well, that's uh, Deschutes Brewery. That's our Black Butte. And uh, as always, if you have some suggestions for Beer Talk, go ahead and give us uh, an email or give us a call and we will uh, play it in the show. Uh, while we're sitting here uh, taking down... Are black. You don't have any cheese in this house, do you? No. Now that I said it, I'm hungry. No. Um, for cheese. Yeah. For cheese. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk some nerd news, uh, because that's kind of what's been going on. Uh, do we want to start with uh, E3 shit, or do we want to start with uh, yeah, let's do E3. Apple stuff? Let's do E3. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I've only watched part of this. So, so E3 started today as we're recording this on Monday, um, on the 10th of of uh, June. And Microsoft just got done uh, recently with their press conference. And, uh, you know... Sony should be coming up any time. Isn't it tonight? I don't know. Is it? I don't keep track I, of these I, things anymore. The impression I got from other other replies was that it was tonight. But I could... I don't know. I could be wrong. I didn't... Uh, the I, things we I've know... I hardly looked at a schedule. Yeah. No. The things we know is a bunch of games, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, have uh, been uh, announced and shown in various states. We now know that the uh, Xbox One, as it's being called, is now five hundred dollars. Mo, yeah, one skew. I got comes be with comes with Connect. That's uh, five hundred bucks. That's actually a little better than I was expecting. You're expecting more. I was, and considering that Connect is bundled in with it, yeah, it, it almost it feels seem like so outrageous yeah, to me. It's still outrageous. Well, of course it is, but but it it's not what I was like the last time around when the the PlayStation came out at 700 bucks or 600 whatever it was yeah. 600 bucks just like what the fuck that was what 8 years ago a while ago 7 years ago i don't know um yeah i don't i don't know anymore but it, i i you know whatever I, i'm not going to buy one I'm, why would i buy one yeah but, you know uh, i uh i really don't like this online all the time thing that i have a problem with is that is that true now that it makes you uh it makes you be online all the time. Is that the idea? You well, can't. Everything I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not. How's that for? That's some great pot. That is kind of what we've all done our the research on this has. show. Well, but to be fair, that's how the coverage is gone. I mean, we're really no less accurate than almost any <laughs> other news source out there. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah. Um. So we know that much. Uh, some of the games, though, like you know, see, I'm with you, Ma. I was not, you know, the the one conference they had where they sort of debuted it before right. e3 where they were basically pumped pimp, pimping so out its its tv-ness yeah um i was i didn't care uh, i really was uh pretty unimpressed and was like hey i i really haven't been playing many games these days and it doesn't look like i'm going to uh, in the future so no big deal uh but uh at, e- at this press conference they rolled out some games and uh i gotta say metal gear solid 5 yeah have you uh looked at this no 
I'm, I'm sure it's phenomenal. So they basically took the open world idea, mm-hmm. and specifically the game that everyone's talking about is Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Revol- yeah, yeah. They took those, revolver. Yeah, so Red, Red Dead Redemption. Dead solid. It's what it's. Yeah, that's what they were calling it. Because you well, because you start in Afghanistan on a horse and you right. ride through the desert, and it looks a lot like Red Dead. It's the same thing. But the whole thing is, it's an open world Metal Gear Solid game, which that's, is a brilliant idea. Yeah. I think it's fucking fantastic. And yeah. they started showing a. Are you okay? Oh my god, I'm allergic to beer. Um, yes, or Metal Gear. Uh, but uh, but you know they're showing again uh, all the things that make Metal Gear fantastic for me: the cinematic nature of the story, the over-the-top nature of Kojima stories, where it's yes. all about war and the toil on humanity and child soldiers and you know shit yes. like that. I love that shit. Um, the you characters that I love. Soldiers? No, I love the drama. Somebody the drama. Them, uh <laughs> Uh, and and it seems like uh, it just seems like this idea of real time weather effects and some great lighting happening, uh, you know, all kinds of vehicles you can ride, and again, yeah. the whole element of how stealth plays into an open world thing. Right. I'm so interested in how Kojima is going to tackle that. Sure. Along with the just nutso story that Kojima always tells with right. his characters, I'm just psyched for it. And these fuckers already got a hook in my mouth. Yeah. With just that game. So then I was like, okay, well, you know, Metal Gear Solid Five, like, uh, you know, it's great, but maybe John will buy it. He'll probably buy it. I'll just play his. Right. Um, but then, Dead Rising Three, Mo. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Dead oh, Rising. Uh, which so is this a, one, it scratches our zombie itch. It does. But you know what? After playing Left for Dead, Dead Rising isn't for me. Even the first one? Yeah. Really? Yep. See, it's, I love Dead Rising. There was something about it. Like, I, I felt like I had a straight jacket on playing the game. Interesting. As opposed to... And I don't know that it's necessarily because it's third person as opposed to first person. Right. Um, But it, it felt... Yeah, I, I straight jacket is the only way I can describe it. Like, I, it just didn't... It didn't move the way I wanted it to a lot of the time, and I felt like I was being hindered. Yeah, um, I loved yeah, it because I, mean, how, it I loved it because of game, how obviously. Romero it was. It was sure. you know in the mall and right, you were right. in the, you know all these fucking. So you've got my. I'm always if I can't if the control isn't working for me, I am taken out of the game immediately, right. and I don't care what else is going on. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, if the art is there, you know that stuff's cool, great, and I'll give that credit where credit is due, but. For me, if it's a game, if the control is hurting me or hindering me in some way, yeah, I just don't and I will want, admit I don't want that to have anything to I, do I think with Dead it. Rising, the first one was was tough from a from a just sort of gameplay, yeah, like it was a tough, and they had that whole when you die, you have to reset, right? Kind of thing. Right. Uh, I played Dead Rising two, and I enjoyed it for what it was. It was almost a rehash of one, yeah. but the idea is that it was bigger, and you could use, um, you could combine a, weapons together yeah. to make your own. So you could take a chainsaw and a broom handle and make a big. It wasn't quite as thing. brutal with the saves, was it? No. Oh, they had actually given you save points throughout yeah. that you could use. You could also choose to reset, though, and you keep right. your power, and you can go back and get through it faster and then get more shit, right? Because um, there were still these timing checkpoints throughout the game. Right. Dead Rising 3, um, while I don't know what they've done in terms of some of those Dead Rising-isms that we've been used to, um, the the look of this is amazing. It starts outside, like in this town, um and the um the sheer number of zombies that you see on screen yeah is fucking ridiculous like it looks like this show walking dead like when they have crowds of extras you know fucking yeah. just zombies everywhere it's like a fucking movie so the ai and must be way it's ridiculous up. and supposedly they have these whole cities now that don't need loading times which is one of the things that dead rising 2 sucked you sure. had to load every time you walk through a door it fucking yep. loaded up um this looks like it doesn't have any of that so they're sort of they're saying but it's and it's got sort of a um, Resident Evil vibe too, because he went inside a building and he sort of found a flashlight and a gun and taped them together. Again, yeah. they have the create a gun thing yep. carried over from two, and then suddenly he was you know having a flashlight in the dark and zombies were popping out out everywhere. And so there was this horror game aspect yep. of it, which the other ones didn't have. Sure. So that I really and plus it just looks fucking gorgeous. Well, yeah. Because it's all next gen shit. Uh God damn it. They might. I don't want to say they've got me yet. <laughs> but they've got you. Holy shit. I mean, those two games alone were really something. Um, and I guess they sprung a, a Halo. Uh, a Halos. Halos. Um, a Halo, game. Halos. That, uh, that, uh, that they sprung on them. So I, I, guess, I, I guess there's going to be another uh, 
Halo game. Well, why why um, wouldn't there be? And then uh, I guess there's another thing that looked really cool um, from uh, from Insomnia. I'm literally looking at it right, called Sunset Overdrive. So it looks very Mirror's Edge. It has uh-huh. that sort of, you know. Oh, that uh, was also announced. It was almost like an anime sort of yeah. 2D fl- uh, flat design kind yeah. of a thing. But it's got sort of this open worldy kind of a thing. I don't know. Um, uh, uh, somebody called it Mirror's Edge Borderlands Two. <laughs> well, what, what about Mirror's Edge Two? That was announced, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Is that is that it? Let's see. I don't know. Was there Mirror's Edge Two? I didn't I know. I, I guess maybe I they did. I saw that. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of really good stuff, though. I mean, I gotta say that. Um, you know, for a for I, mean, I just remember the last time these consoles launched, the the games weren't all that great. I mean, right. they were cool. So there was like Full Auto was a game, was right. a driving game that was cool at launch, and but I mean, there was also Cameo and a bunch of these ones that I right. nobody gave a shit about, and we're kind of like when are the good games going to happen? And it took a, was one, wasn't it? And but I mean, at the same time, in that in that open launch window, we also had that uh, Mech game. What was it called? Oh, uh, Chrome fucking Hounds. Chrome Hounds was a, was sort of in that sort of early launch window. Yeah. I remember seeing that at E three back in the day. Um, yeah, that was uh, you know, so there's this. Uh, it it kind of seems like we're we're getting these really well designed games with a few kind of what maybe hopefully will be, sort of in that Chrome Hounds niche of of yeah. like some something new and interesting. I don't. Know, it seems like a really good mix. I have to say, the 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 console itself, I don't give a shit about. Uh, mm-hmm. but the games that they're rolling out, as always, um, will tell the story. Yeah. So, and I'm interested to see what the PS4 does now, and like in terms of price and in yeah. terms of what games. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm not as out of the gaming world as I thought I was. I'm interested to see how well it sells with uh, Connect being bundled. I don't just give a shit about Connect. Maybe people don't care and five, they won't blink at five hundred. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know. if you, that's just it. If you don't give, if you don't sh- give a shit about Connect, and you you don't really want to have anything to do with it, you're paying another hundred bucks. Yeah. Something. See, that's the that's a, that's the first thing I wouldn't get. Was, right. Because I yeah Connect. It's just not something that I it's use. Like, so why can't I have the system for three eighty? Right. Yeah. See exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, why not have a connectless SKU? Yeah. But I think, the, I mean, I think the problem is, is that they just, they want to bundle those features well, into games, and the only way they can do that is to bundle well, it in. And the they thing. want, they want it also, I'm sure, for part of their other stuff that has nothing to do with games. Yeah, the home, make yep. it your home box, just yep. wave at your fucking exactly. thing or yell at it and exactly. say, fucking play me movie Xbox, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, totally. I, I would agree with you. Uh, it's yeah, interesting. So they can watch you. I mean, I, I guess it's been, it feels like it's been, a, I guess it has been a really long time since we had a console launch. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm excited about six, it. It's been between six and eight years, I think. Yeah. I was living here, and this has been eight years. So yeah. Six and seven years, maybe. I don't so, know. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see the next rollout and just uh, what they're doing and, and how they're rolling it out. I'm surprised at uh, some of the quality that, uh, of games. I think the games. Xbox launched uh, fall of 2005. I think it was when I moved back here. Yeah, I suppose I it was. it was 2005. Yeah, so eight years. I got it for my 30th birthday, so that would have yeah. been seven years ago. And that was the, that spring. That yeah. wasn't, yeah, it would have been. John got it right away. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, moving away from, uh, e- and that's all the E3 news, other than that, uh, uh, my, my favorite part so far of, of course, my tw- our Twitter feed explodes during E3 yeah. because everyone's got to put snarky comments in there during the press conferences, oh, which is everyone's Jeff, favorite Jeff hobby. Jeff Green has become my new favorite guy. Yeah, no kidding. Because but, there's no snark. It's just funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just being Jeff Green. Yeah. But speaking of Jeff Green, what I loved was uh, when EA had their press conference, everyone was just gearing up, getting sharpening their knives. Oh, yeah. And then, like, PopCap came out and just kicked everybody's ass with yeah. like plants versus zombies too and you know peggle too and all these things and everyone's like oh wait a minute i guess <laughs> what it's am i gonna awful. do with oh, this shit. oh no i gotta stab something you know yeah. Like, yeah. so that was pretty funny so i know I, I haven't checked out the ea press conference stuff on video yet but uh um i guess it, it's uh looking pretty good there if you're a big uh casual gaming fan i think uh Popcap's got you covered again for the year. Yeah. Uh, moving away from uh, E3, we're going to talk uh, uh, also uh, today was Worldwide Developers Conference, which is Apple's big uh, big uh, developers conference for iOS and Mac OS right. um, uh, uh, software stuff uh, for designers. Um, and, it, you know, it's this is this is the conference that sells out in, like, what, 24 seconds they sold out, I think? Uh, you know, some fu- something ridiculous. At, like, 1700 a pop for a ticket to get in, and they sold these things out in, like, two minutes or something. Well, how many were there to sell? I don't know. Because they already gave away the others. I don't know, but were 15. Uh, these suckers went fast. But anyway, uh, the big um, Apple keynote was today where nobody knew exactly what they they were going to roll out, but they suspected that we were going to get a new um, 
iOS 7 mm-hmm. for iPhone, iPad, and uh, that we were probably going to see Mac OS 10, the new the new operating right. system for Macs, which we did, in fact, see. Um, and the rumor had been that um, the major software guy for Apple, of course, Scott Forstall, got booted. Yeah. He got fired. And his whole big thing was this, what I guess they're calling skeuomorphic design, where your you, your calendar app looks like a calendar with pages torn out of it, and right. it's got you know leather bound thing right, trim and right. shit, and all this real you know the the reel to reel player in the podcast app and shit like that. Yep. Uh, he got the boot, and I guess Johnny Ive, who's the main fucking design guy, Johnny from the Harder, yeah, from the and he's a fucking motherfucking a brilliant robot. man. Holy shit. Um, he took over software design as well, and everyone was expecting that we're going to go get a whole new fucking look, right. much more functional, much more. You know, more it's designer savvy. Clean. And if you've taken a look at iOS 7, that is exactly what we've got. Johnny Ives' simplistic, beautiful design fingerprints are all over this yeah. fucker. And I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. It is fucking awesome looking. It is that flat design look that I love so much, right. especially about Microsoft's windows phone that yep. metro look it's not metro it's still iphone but the iconography yeah. is different it's flatter um the the whole like layout of buttons is clean simple lines just yep. fucking elegant it's just got elegance all over the place simplistic clean open spaces you know i've always been a little confused when like when i open my ipad yeah right comes in that big ass box that has just giant picture of the iPad on it and yeah. I open it up and there it's just sitting there neatly framed. Yeah. It's like the way they package and present the the devices is very much that style. Yeah. And then you turn it on and there was all this shit on it. <laughs> like what is this? Yeah. Why does this look like something like the leather the leather printing for example or yes. like on that like what my mom would this is something my mom would buy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's not what I. It want. was a little odd. The software didn't quite match. The right. Elegance. I felt like the the that design concept wasn't carried all the way, way through. through. And I think Johnny I would have agreed with you and been pissed that he couldn't have his hands sure. in that. Well, he's got it now, and it's. I mean, just a few of the things I'd like to highlight. Number one, um, the look of iTunes is basically white and black and and sort of red and very simple gray icons that are sort of out of the way beautiful looking um what i love about it um messaging messages now um it's blue and white and then what's cool is when you type your message and then you hit send the keys go blue, blue from the bottom go blah, and they animate up so it looks like your message goes pushes from the keys <laughs> up into the thing it's fucking really cool looking um the weather app now has like rain when it's raining outside yeah. animated rain and like shit like that's just kind of cool um mail has stolen from a lot of great simple like if you've used mailbox which i think is a great email triage Mm -hmm. system you basically have choices of like later now delete and you can just shove emails nice in certain places so if you're a person has a ton of email wonderful um you should get mailbox is free you should get mailbox if you want that triage system now it's fucking beautiful until this comes out and i think this borrows some functionality from that but it's got that simplistic looking interface again a lot of the the thick sort of heaviness of the uh, the way my mail works right now on my iPhone. Yeah, and I think mailboxes. You should try it on my phone. Okay. I think you'd like it. Um, Safari's been updated. It's got a really cool sort of um, history pane thing. Like um, oh, cool. they, they sort of carry that over from uh, the Mac version. Um, there's a control center, one place for all your iPhone settings. It's yeah, control I saw settings, that. which is that nice. Pretty cool. Notification center got an update and multitasking. The interface all looks different now. The whole design thing. Again, just basically a much cleaner, simpler, right. user-friendly interface. And I think it's going to be a really they they cool basically thing. went through and weeded. It kind of feels like that, and uh, it's coming out in the fall. Yeah. Uh, we also got a chance to check out OS 10. The new OS 10 is uh, ditching the cat. Yep. Thing and it's called Mavericks. 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 The Mavericks. Which I thought you would appreciate more. I was extremely happy to see that. We're getting uh iBooks and maps for uh for uh, and, and which maps are we getting, Hilden? All of them. All, yeah. all of the, them. All, all, all of, of the, all maps. the maps. All of the maps. Mm-hmm. All of them. A couple interesting things. I mean, I, yeah, at right. this point in the time in in OS 10's history, I just don't know how they're gonna what they're gonna like. How fucking more do you want to iterate on this right. thing? I got I got OS 10 works really well for me. I don't know if I really necessarily need anything more. Um, but whatever. 
Right. But what they have done is uh, they've redesigned calendar a little bit, which is good. Um, I've I I kind of jettisoned the Mac version of calendar a while ago for something um a little a little better, which um Busy Cal, which is an app mm-hmm. that I use um that I love. But it sounds like um calendar's getting a little bit of a facelift, which is kind of cool. Um. It's uh, got an inspector and, a, and and its views are cleaner. It's much flatter. And again, yeah. it, it got rid of that whole tearing off the page bullshit, which I fucking can't stand. Um, <laughs> Safari, again, gets a little bit of a cleaner interface, it looks like. Its performance got amped up a bit. Um, we're also getting uh, better multi-screen supports if you're a two-screen user and you've always been frustrated with how the Mac works with two screens, multiple display kind of a thing. That gets fixed. We're getting notifications. We're getting tags. You can tag things now. You can add metadata to all of your stuff. So when you search, it comes up faster, which is always a thing for me, especially as I'm digging for files that I did 10 years ago. And I tagging it is nice. Tagging something that like uh, I'm using an an email program these days called Postbox, which lets you tag all of your emails. So you can search really quick, like anything by this person pops up automatically, just instantaneously because it's got all that metadata in it. That seems pretty interesting to me. That would be awesome. Um, so that's going to be a part of OS ten. So that's OS ten. It wasn't a whole lot. What's really fucking huge for me though is the new Mac Pro. Have you seen this fucker? Yes, it looks awesome. The tube. Yes. Um, this fucking thing. I'm not gonna buy one of these things. Oh, I want oh. one so bad. Well, sure. I want like eight of them. Oh my god, I think it's gonna be fucking badass. Two um, times faster than the fastest PC on the market right now. Oh yeah. I mean, they've packed this bitch. If you look, they 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 do some breakout specs here. With some of the, you know, if you get the top and line one, they sort of break that out for you and what it contains inside it. It's heavy fucking duty, man. And yeah. it's expandable and you can add shit to it. But the des- I mean, what I love about Apple is the yeah. elegance of their right. just, I looked at this thing and I thought it was a joke. I'm like, right. you're fucking with There's me. There's no way. And I look and I'm like, no, they're fucking for real. And, you know, they've done this before. They've made a lampshade, you know, iMac and yeah. they, they made the old cube right. thing. And there's this, there's this craziness of design matched with reasons for it being that way and in this one they they made it like a thermal like a thermal it's pod a, it's essentially a cylinder is it's a, yeah it's a cylinder yeah, yeah it's a thermal cylinder and there's basically a fan in the middle of it so that all that high-powered shit they've pulled around the edges yep. all the air goes through the middle and up and i, I think it's a very interesting design choice like y- right. you're basically taking one of the major problems of a high-powered computer which is its heat right and you want to make it small you want to make it powerful but you're going to have this fucking heat problem, so you design the whole thing around that problem, and you make it elegant and cool. Like, right. I think that that's part of what makes Apple such a great design house, right. and I hope it works. I hope it doesn't yeah. just go tits up, because it, would, it was a nice design that didn't fucking work. Yeah, that would suck. But I find, again, I've never, I, you know, I haven't been this charged up just to have the, a design element in your home, you know, yeah. in a long time. And it, since, since my brother got his first iMac, which right. was the lampshade one. right. I saw that and I'm like, "Fuck, this is awesome!" It's yeah. not only a computer, but it's a fucking centerpiece of your thing. Right. I this is a, this is the first time since then that I've seen one of these, and I, I thought it was fucking badass. I think it's really sexy. Yeah. Very cool. And again, all these things are up on Apple.com if you haven't uh, seen them. Um, it's really cool. Oh, iTunes Radio, we should mention, is oh, now yeah, coming out, yeah. which is their Pandora service. Yep. Um, so that's there, and they got a new that MacBook. That one's kind of interesting. How it it searches your library to create playlists. I don't know if I'm gonna like that. Well. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I, I hope I can, you, I can I say, add sure to it. Yeah, can, I hope you can uh, ask it for other things. But. I was really hoping for a Spotify experience, but whatever. Yeah. Um. That it'll be cool. I'm going to use it no matter what. Anyway, well, of course, it's not my fucking thing. You know, it's fucking. fucking yeah. I, what, what's funny to me is the uh, I saw a headline that says so Apple's you know finally coming to the streaming service. Are they too late? I was like, well. Uh, too late i don't know they spent all this time getting the rights for all this shit yeah <laughs> so they own all the you know the distribution rights to, for these things so why now is almost as good a time as any which is like oh well i guess we should stream this shit we have it you know why not, why not? it's all there they got the largest music catalog right. in the world you know it's ad based if you don't want the ads you can subscribe to something that, itunes match if you yeah. have an itunes match user right is now that what it is yep, okay it's free and how much is that? Do you know? A uh, twenty-five a year, I think. A year, okay. Is it twenty-five a year? I don't fucking remember. Whatever. I should probably not. Don't quote me on that. Someone's well, like, "Damn it, you're wrong." They're gonna scream about the PC anyway. Oh yeah, and if you know, if you want to tell us how much better your PC is than a Mac, we just don't fucking care. So <laughs> there you go, troll. You're a troll.
troll. Uh, but anyway, uh, feed you to the gremlins under the bridge. That is the uh, at least at this point the worldwide developers conference news and E three news. Some pretty exciting stuff. It's a good time to be into techie shit. Yeah. Uh, I do uh, I do like that. Which means Mo, I believe it's time for some casual oh, encounters. It is. This encounter is gonna be casual. Oh yeah, it's that time. So uh, (laughs) I got a lot of them, and uh, well, basically it goes like this: I was going through the uh, woman for my hair, woman right, and uh, basically I made it through the end of the page, and then I realized I was like almost a week back. Like, oh, huh, okay. Let's get modern, bitch. Yeah, well, there wasn't a lot. Like, there's a, there are a few real real beauties in here. Yeah. Then there's just kind of like some of the, you know, whatever, the, the, the usual. And I thought, I wonder what's under the man for woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, the men are worse? And pages and pages <laughs> and pages of today. So, so men are horny and oh out my, there and, wanting some action. And I'm shocked. Yeah. So let's just get started. Okay. We got a little time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, no. Offers good just for today. Woman for man. <laughs> Twenty six. Unexpected free time on my hands. This today. is woman for man. Yep. Okay. So we got to. I'll check. let you know when we flip over. Okay. And I'm looking to have a blast. Get I'm my open, ass. <laughs> uh, I'm open to almost anything. Uh-huh. I don't do drugs or anything illegal. But outside of that, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe surprise me with some ideas. Oh, Serious replies. Reply with a face pic and or detailed description, i.e. age, race, etc. However, if you send a pic, you get a pic. Fair enough. I'm pretty good looking single black woman who just happens to be... Fat! Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> exactly. That's what I love. I'm That's huge. what I said. Funny, witty, uh-huh. real, uh-huh. discreet, uh-huh. safe, fat, and very fat, sexually open-minded, uh-huh. fat. Oh, <laughs> uh, because then I see it happens to be dot dot dot. The first fat. thing. Yes, yes. And All every right. guy's going that too. Oh no. Yes. When, That's you, when you say real, isn't that code yes. for fat? Yep. <laughs> real so is big. dot dot dot. <laughs> I'm looking for a fuck buddy. Uh, thanks for being so subtle. Woman for man. Woman for man. I'm looking for a fuck buddy. <laughs> Not looking for a relationship, so please, no drama. Just want sex. Oh, God. It's all caps there. Uh-huh. Nothing more. I'm single. No kids. Decent looking. Uh, decent. My body is just right. Fat. <laughs> Great in bed. And up for anything. <clears throat> if you want a picture of me and my contact number, please reply back with yours to my... And that's it. To, to my... <laughs> sure she got busted by her husband. I don't know. What are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, attractive femme. BBW looking for BBC. A woman for man. Woman I'm a hot, big, beautiful woman. Big. <laughs> big. Short. Yep. <laughs> looking fat. For no strings attached fun. I'm sure you are. I love tall black guys. I bet you do. Looking to talk, meet up, and hopefully get pounded. Oh my god. Your pick gets mine. I'm clean. Dungeons and Dragons free. So should you. (laughs) Also, I'm fat. (laughs) Fat Amy. I'm fat Amy fat. (laughs) She will live forever. Ah, here we go. Here's where shit gets out. Yeah! All right, we flipped uh, over now. We've, we've turned the corner. No, no, this is still oh, a woman for okay. me. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, but this is, I started to get sick. <laughs> Kinky period sex. Oh! Woman for man. <laughs> 18. <laughs> no! Who is clean and drug <laughs> no, and disease. No, you're not! <laughs> drug and disease free. And has a sexual did fetish you, about you? period sex. <laughs> I'm on my period, and I want a I want a I white guy who is disease free that wants to dick. Oh. You must host or have a car. Why and, the fuck? And travel to meet me or oral sex. <laughs> oh. 
and also generous too. Vampirism. Oh my god. See, there were times in life where you you know, I mean, it's that time and it just has to happen, so you know, uh, I, it's been done before is all I'm saying. But it's not a fetish. It's a oh fuck. Oh, God, right. You know, it's yeah. a I'm horny and it's happening uh-huh. right now. Let's fucking do this. It was never Get it over with. I was never like, hey, I've got a fetish to fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. bloody holes. It's yeah. what the hell? Uh, <laughs> period sex. Yes. Oh my god. Can you dominate me? A woman for man, twenty-two. I have been in back-to-back long-term relationships over the past six years. All right. And I'm looking to get a like casual to point out that's encounter not quite so long, but out okay. of my system. The only problem is I can rarely find a guy who can truly put me in my place. Typically, I play the dominant role. Honestly, I would like a reprieve for a night. I'm attracted to intelligent, cultured, baby-faced men. My education is in the sciences, and it is likely we will not get along if you are not similarly logically minded. I am proportionate. Is it really about getting along at this point, though? Yes, yes. Not for fucking. Very important. You don't have to, to be talk. Do- to be dominated, you must get along. Shut the fuck up! I am, I am proportional. Ah! <laughs> not overweight. Oh, bullshit. And have an athletic build. Uh, oh, well, all right. Fat. Fat. If you smoke, do drugs, have diseases, and or cannot properly write. (laughs) She puts like penmanship in there. And she she didn't do cannot write. She fucking put a space between it. Oh, that's good shit. Then please do not bother. That's one word. Writing sample and picture needed. Yep. Essay format, please. Curvy. Why you want to suck me off. Yes. Curvy Asian looking for 420 and hot sex. Oh, 420. Woman Must send man. picture of weed. 21. Title says it all. Haven't ever needed to branch out before, but I'm new here and extremely horny. Your pick gets mine. Very real. No drama. Drug and disease free. Clean. And I prefer men, not boys. Looking forward to hearing from you. XO. XO. Must send picture of weed. <laughs> exactly. Also uh, fat. Looking for a face I can ride. Whoa! Woman for man. 23. Looking for a guy to prove his skills to me. Must be available tonight or tomorrow. (laughs) Able to travel. Age 40 (laughs) is my limit. In shape is a must. Might do more. That's all up to the moment. I'm 5'9", dark skinned and full of surprises. Fat, I'm clean, so you have to be <laughs> full of surprises. Like an extra three hundred pounds, you weren't expecting. <laughs> Winky face, surprise! When I sit on your face and you die, <laughs> I'm real. It was cool and rainy today. All right, this is the last of the woman for man. Fat slut for rough and degrading sex. Woman for man, twenty-five. I think the title says it all. I want to be used roughly, slapped in the face, fucked like you're trying to kill me, spit on, wow. called a fat whore, etc. <laughs> if you're a submissive man or have any inclinations <laughs> towards submission, we probably won't click. I don't want you to make gentle love to me. I'm not that kind of girl. Oh also, if you're into murder or making me pass out, that's where I draw the line. What? My hard limit, so to speak. <laughs> So she start. There are some conflicting messages here. She starts out with "fuck like you're trying to kill me," and then, but if you're into murder, why would you even write that down? Why would you need to put that stipulation? What kind of crazy bitch is this? Oh my! Holy shit! Which means somebody at some point has tried to kill her. Yes. Wow. Probably through Craigslist. Into murder. Yes. Hmm. That's, Let's do that's it. That's where I draw the line. Wow. Suddenly the period sex girl. Yeah, not looking, looking so bad. <laughs> I'm just horny. I don't want to do this. I'm inconveniently horny. <laughs> that should have been her tagline. Not period sex, but inconveniently horny. Seems to be the wrong it's time for this bit to of happen. A right about now, but <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a little sloppy down away. there. <laughs> All right. 
Are you ready? Oh, and no. And here we turn the oh, corner. God, I'm so scared. Hilda, We've already there had a lot of murder pictures. and blood right now. Yes. There were a lot of pictures. Oh, my God. It was not okay. A lot of dick pics? There were. Oh. It was not okay. <laughs> Here's where we start. <laughs> Strap on fun. Oh, God. Man for woman. Wait, he's looking for someone to do it. Oh, my God. Good looking 29-year-old <laughs> man here looking for a good looking female to simply have her way with me and hopefully use a strap on oh, me. Oh, God. Pretty much willing to let anything be done to me. The nastier <laughs> and kinkier, the better. I'm six feet, 165 pounds, brown hair, hazel eyes. And open to age and Two steps race. away from the psychiatric hospital. I cannot host. Stick it in my ass. <laughs> have several picks to trade. Please put strap on in subject. Good <laughs> reply. Let's must, do this. Must send picture of strap on. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, next one. <laughs> Do anything to me! Man for woman, 29. Oh god. Good looking 29 year old man here looking to get together with a good looking female for some wild and kinky fun. <laughs> Open to letting a woman completely have her way with me. Fuck me in my ass. <laughs> oh, Give god. me a hot golden shower. Oh, okay. Or just plain old rough. Human toilet. You name it. <laughs> Use <laughs> me as a human toilet. You can name it Kohler. <laughs> Like the toilet, not like Phil. Exactly. I mean, I would never well, do that yeah, to no, Phil no, no, no. unless he wants me to. But that's entirely up to him. The possibilities are endless. Looking to make this happen tonight, I most likely can't host. Most likely. But certainly can travel. Open to age and race. With an exclamation point. I have picks to trade and I believe it. Oh, and believe it or I or not, I am good looking. Fat. Of course you are. Dude is fat. Dude is fat. <laughs> Just have a kinky side that I want to let out. So get a hold of me. Let's make this happen ASAP. Oh, my God. All right. I just want to, then, all caps, eat your pussy and ass. <laughs> I will start with your toes. They're, cap <laughs> they're capitalized for some reason. Come Sucking on. each one. Then lick your feet. Ugh. Semicolon. No. Looking and kissing my way to you your womanhood. You person. Then lots of dots. Email me for when the When unshowered fat Amy walks in, you will be sorry, sorry, sorry. MWM. I don't know what that means. Unshowered fat Amy. What do you think Amy, that's MWM? MWM? Yeah. Oh, unshowered fat. We're getting to that. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. HWP. There's all this shit that I don't... That, these all this my, secret. Where's yeah, my decoder ring? That, and we, somebody sent us one, but I don't think these were in there. Disease-free, <laughs> clean, and smooth. Six to six and a half inches. I'm smooth. Thick and cut. So, cut. That, cut. That's the... That must be the... Uh, what is that? Circumcised. That's what me, that means. Fat and yep. circumcised. <laughs> doesn't, fat have this, circumcised. doesn't have the same ring to it. Nope. I'm fat and circumcised. <laughs> Come in, go down on me, then leave. Man for woman, 40. Tell me what you are looking for in the subject line. The cuter the better, must be drug and disease free, must swallow, or let me come on you somewhere. Oh, God. Ah, dirty panties wanted. Oh! Man for woman, 29. No! I like them dirty and smelling like pussy. Oh, my God. Average-looking ladies encouraged oh, to respond. <laughs> we'll take any race or, fat Amy? or size. Calling Fat Amy. 18 oh or God. over only. Oh. And then this is the only one. Ends oh. with thanks. Oh. <laughs> so polite. <laughs> All right. Oh Brings us to our last one. Holy shit. Not crazy about your hygiene? Man for woman. Oh, no. 26. Well, this is a little different, but I'm looking for a girl who doesn't take her personal hygiene super oh seriously. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a smelly girl. Uh, I'm a normal guy. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> and I take daily care of myself. <laughs> but a girl who is a little... Dirty oh makes my. me super horny. Oh my god! And in this case, he means actually dirty. Yeah, yeah, like really, for as in filthy, some filth. as in actually unshowered. Here's what I'm looking for. Oh god! <laughs> now there's a line of bullet points. <laughs> you you shower every three to four days oh! or longer. <laughs> oh my god! You 
change your panties. Oh! Every three to four days. <laughs> no! Are longer. No! You oh. don't always wipe when you pee. Holy shit! Deodorant is optional for you. <laughs> Hopefully you don't shave. Oh! But that's not a requirement. My God. I know. A little different. A little! <laughs> but if that sounds like you then I would really enjoy hooking up with you. Oh, my God. If you're send me a message. Holy shit. Oh. That is disgusting. <laughs> I'm oh a normal guy. No. No, you're not. And uh, that, oh. friends, is the end of our show. Uh, thanks for listening. If you manage to stick around, you dirty bastards. Uh, you can uh, find us on robotpanic.com, twitter.com slash dgradio. Give us a call, 612-424-3835, or send us an email, mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com. That's our show for this evening, and as always, thanks for listening. Until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night. Good night.